It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome once again to A Sound Heart. Naturalistic historicism or naturalism cannot and does not recognize a force or power beyond its realm. Naturalism will not consider the resurrection of Jesus Christ as a supernatural phenomenon because it contradicts their naturalistic premise that nothing can happen outside of incipient naturalism. But fortunately, the Word of God does not recognize naturalistic historicism. Paul and the other New Testament writers and even the writing prophets of the Old Testament recognize that God did not invade the cosmos. Indeed, the Creator does not have to invade His creation. But the coming of Jesus to die for the sins of all mankind was foretold by the Old Testament prophets. The death of Jesus on the cross for all men, the burial of Jesus, and his subsequent resurrection, and what Jesus did has changed forever the world in spite of naturalism. God is still doing wonderful things for people in spite of a paltry philosophical position that is held by men who, within their, what, 1,500 grams of, of matter under the, the, the bony vault of the skull, believe the absurdity of naturalism. And please understand that naturalism has to exclude information that does not fit its tidy realm because then the house of cards would collapse or fall apart. Naturalism is indeed a straw man. But God demonstrated his wonderful power through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, his dunamis, his ability. God showed something wonderful on our behalf. 
think about naturalistic psychologism. Think about not real science, but scientism. Think about the isms that are under the umbrella of naturalism. You and I have to go outside of these paltry belief systems and understand that the resurrection of Jesus remains the greatest event in cosmic history. Yes, so-called scholars have attempted to discredit or deny the resurrection of Jesus uh, by their uh, paltry arguments and their ability, really, uh, their failure to understand uh, logical fallacies. And when I read some of these books, I understand that uh, many of these writers uh, do not understand either epistemology or what logical fallacies are or even how to formulate and put together a constructive argument for their particular position. Indeed, they depend on ad hominem appeal to their audience uh, in order to mock or to create a, an atmosphere or, or attitude of mockery uh, about the resurrection. But the evidence is there. The evidence is not lacking. God has provided adequate evidence for us to believe and to know that he indeed raised Jesus out from among the dead. Think about this. Think about what this means and how this changes history forever. The resurrection of Jesus. That is the Anastasis Necron, the standing up again of the body of Jesus. But understand that the body that died was different from the body that was raised. Jesus was raised with his resurrection body, and he has what? become the first fruits of those who will subsequently come behind him. You and I one day as believers in Christ Jesus will receive a resurrection body. Now, the resurrection of Jesus is not myth. The absurd arguments and the literary traditions that have been introduced by men into their so-called scholarly books to disclaim or discredit or to deny the resurrection of Jesus are indeed myths, intellectual myths that are designed for the untaught and the untutored that they might believe these thoughts. For some, the arguments, their pseudo-arguments may be compelling, but when one does painstaking real research into the information that is available, into what and, and look deeply into what God has provided, one will have to agree with God that He indeed did something incredible. God raised Jesus out from the dead. This is what Paul writes to us in Romans chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound, literally superabound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know you not that so many of us 
as we're baptized into Christ Jesus, we're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. And notice the result of the resurrection for you and me as believing ones. Notice the positional truths that Paul is teaching here in Romans 6. Romans 6. Verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man, Peleos, the old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin may be made to cease, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Our lives have been made radically new through the new birth because we believe in Jesus. Therefore, you and I are not subject to mere human recipes or mere human algorithms as to what constitutes the mind. Indeed, naturalism does not recognize sin. Naturalism cannot and does not recognize the flesh. Naturalism cannot and does not recognize that you and I have undergone a supernatural birth through the power of God and that now you and I belong to Jesus. Paul writes in his letter to the Ephesians that you and I sit in heavenly places or in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. The world does not recognize that you and I have a faithful and wonderful high priest who is Christ Jesus our Lord. The resurrection of Jesus broke the power of the enemy. It broke the power of Satan. And this is why throughout Old Testament history, the enemy attempted to destroy the line of succession that he might but cut off the line through which Jesus would come in the tribe of Judah. Please read the book of Jeremiah. The king through whom Jesus, uh, the king, the kingly line through whom Jesus would come, he's cursed. But we get to read the genealogies of both Matthew and Luke. We see that Joseph was in that kingly line of succession that was cursed by God. But Jesus would come through the line through Harry through the line of Mary, who was also of the royal family. And Jesus would be David's son and sit upon David's throne through the line of Mary. God knew the strategy of Satan. But God had from all eternity his plan of salvation for you and me. God cannot be thwarted. Man cannot set aside the resurrection. Indeed, mankind recognizes or rejects the resurrection of Jesus to his peril. But those who come to God through Christ Jesus by believing that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again the third day, those who believe that Jesus died for their sins, the Bible tells us, will be saved. And Paul goes on. 
verse 8 of Romans 6, Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, verse 9, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. Think about this. Jesus conquered death. In his great sermon in the book of Acts, the sermon that opened the doors of the church, Peter states that Thanatos indeed tried to hold down Jesus. But death had to release him because death recognized that he could not hold down the Lord of life. That is Jesus. Death could not hold down the creator. When Jesus stood up, when it was time to time for him to stand up, and we read that he has the keys of what? Of death and Hades. They belong to him. He is Lord of all. Beloved, you have, because Jesus was raised again, you have the resurrection power of God available to you in your life. That power, that extraordinary power of God that brought back Jesus from the grave is available to you and me that you and I might live by the wonderful power of God. Isaiah wrote that his beard was plucked out. Isaiah wrote that his visage or his face was marred beyond human recognition. We read that a Roman spear pierced his heart. We, we read that a cat of nine tails was used on his back. And yet, through God's creative power, his resurrection power, the abuse that Jesus suffered, God reversed. The wounds that Jesus suffered were left in his body, in his resurrection body for all eternity. You and I will meet our Savior. We will see our Savior. And you and I, for all eternity, will be with the one who truly loved us, who died for us, and who was raised again by the power of God. My appeal to you this day is that you live for him. You serve him faithfully. And you give this gospel message that is found in 1 Corinthians 15. Give it to others who need this wonderful message. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.